Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What is going on, my people? I'm John Middlecoff, and this is the Three and Out Podcast. Welcome. How you doing? Hopefully, uh, you're having a good Friday, a good weekend. We're off and running here. Texas, Oklahoma, Jerry Jones, Big Ben, not skinny, uh, vaccination talk, and mainly because the league put out some rules. We'll touch on it all. Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff, is the Instagram Fire in those DMs. Get your uh, question answered here on the Middlecoff Mailbag. Very, very easy. Also, if you listen on Colin's feed, please go to the 3 and Out podcast separately. Subscribe to that feed. Leave a review. And uh, and yeah, that's what I need you to do. If you could so graciously, I would appreciate it. The major, major story surface on Wednesday. We all went, holy moly. Still going strong on Thursday. Just saw before I press record that there's an emergency <clears throat> meeting tonight. Teams are calling in or schools are calling in in the Big 12. Texas and Oklahoma are not going to participate. So a lot of sirens are going off. 
in the college football landscape of the power brokers, right? And the story, if you haven't seen, if you're listening to this, you probably have. Oklahoma, Texas want to join the SEC. And listen, back to what it was a wow just reading that. And on the most basic level, it is very, very understandable. I think anything in life, if you consistently do this, you'll be led in the right direction. Follow the money. Follow the cash. The SEC in 2020 paid out more than any other conference per team. I think they each got like $45 million. Obviously, the way everything's been trending, the SEC has been growing and growing. CBS just lost them to ABC slash ESPN in this new rights deal that's coming up. They are going to get even more money. The SEC is dominating financially. So, on the most basic level, it makes sense. Oklahoma and Texas go to a place where, in theory, they feel they can make more money. That's very, very understandable, right? Number two, I think sometimes when we read this headline, just people, it's just a, it was a little bit of a jaw dropper when you read it. And then I started thinking about like, usually if, if, if a couple breaks up, they usually, if they, if they officially like, I'm done, I'm moving out. And that happens on a Friday. They didn't just come to that conclusion on a Friday. It might've been two years ago that they started drifting apart. If you quit a job on like Thursday afternoon, you walk into your boss's office and you go, I quit. Something might've happened on that given day, but usually things have been festering for a while. It doesn't just come out of left field. You have these thoughts, you have these emotions, and then maybe you get to a breaking point. Well, remember when the Oklahoma and Texas were going to join the Pac-12? Might have been the Pac-10 at the time. I don't know. 10 years ago? They have thought about leaving before. Now, I don't pretend to know all the details here, but clearly that was being talked about in a very, very serious manner in 2011. It would have been a big deal. We'll get into hopefully, you know, Pac-12 is not dead there. But these programs where money is everything now, right, in college football, and these two programs, you can tell me all day long, Texas underachieves. It's true. They do. They are not as good of a program as their brand reflects. True. Oklahoma is an infinitely more consistently dominant football program. If you just look at the last like 40 years, it ain't really that close. And it definitely hasn't been close the last like decade. Definitely since Lincoln took over. They've gone to another level. But the one thing you cannot argue, Oklahoma prints cash because they win. Texas is printing cash. They're not even winning. Hell, their basketball coach, Shaka Smart, took a job at Marquette. Couldn't get it done there. And Shaka had VCU looking like uh, Duke six, seven years ago. He goes, for whatever reason, people underachieved there. Yet they print money. That's No one argues that. So Texas is a cash cow, win or lose. Oklahoma is a cash cow because they win. And they're the most powerful brands in the Big 12. You could say Kansas basketball, but the reality is even with the most powerful basketball property, they don't hold a candle to football when it comes to finances. It's why the, uh, what was the Big East crumbled, right? And they were a basketball power. Why? Because of football. So follow the money. And this has happened before. So the more, and you just kind of take a deep breath, you know, 
just like, okay, I, I see where this is going. Then you just have to ask yourself, does the SEC make sense for these two teams? For Oklahoma and Texas, it does. It would mean more money. It would mean, and these teams already recruit really well, but even more access to the top recruits, definitely in the South, right? Defensive players. That's something Oklahoma, I think Lincoln Riley has talked about, and people that have covered Oklahoma. You build your team to win the Big 12 Conference, but then when you get to the playoffs, your team is not built to beat Ohio State, Clemson, or Alabama. And it's true. Because you need to be faster. The linebackers and the defensive players in the Big 12 need to be built a little bit different than you would in the SEC. They're just smaller. It's more of a spread conference. Now you could argue that's changing as offenses is adapting, but that's been true in the past. So Oklahoma and Texas would gladly enter the SEC. Does the SEC need Oklahoma and Texas? They're literally printing money right now. Alabama has dominated the nation. But now that Georgia and Florida are good, they added Texas A&M, who's really good. LSU's a perennial power, uh, you know, it feels like. Auburn is pretty solid. Like, they don't need Oklahoma and Texas. Now, I don't think you can ever look at, in the short term, big picture, you always want to add people to your business that add value. And these two programs immediately add value. Now, of course, as Jimbo Fisher was asked in his press conference, what do you think about Texas wanting it in the SEC? And he laughed. He said, of course they do, right? I'm already here. I, I, don't, I don't blame them. I'd want in too. Now, they want no part of letting those two teams in, Texas A&M, and probably Missouri as well, maybe Arkansas. Now, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, I don't know. Because you could say uh, the rising tide lifts all boats, just adding more good programs just makes the conference better. Or it's like, we're already dominating. We're already making so much money. We're already getting elite players. Why do we even need them? I think you could justify on the SEC's part in terms of the athletic directors and the presidents at these universities in the in the conference, they don't need them. I don't think necessarily that's the way they're going to look at it because you always got to think long-term. It just equals more money, big picture, which I think would be true. Now, the sleeping giant, and again, sleeping giant, is that's too strong. Like I said in 2011, the Pac-12 made a run at them. Now, the Pac-12 does not make the money the SEC makes. But if you add Oklahoma and you add Texas, is there more money to be made? And when you factor in Oklahoma, let's say this. If I put Oklahoma this year, who's going to be a top 7-8 program in the country, in the SEC, I think we'd all agree they would not win the conference. Obviously, they wouldn't beat Alabama, but more than likely, like they could lose to a Georgia, Florida, and A&M. Like, it's not inconceivable they would go like 10-2. There's a decent chance this year in the Big 12, Oklahoma will be undefeated. They'll just run the table. They'll be 12 or 13-0, and 0, go to the playoffs. Actually, you feel pretty good about that. Texas, we, you know, they win eight, nine games. They probably end up seven games, whatever. But I'm just specifically talking to Oklahoma. If I put Oklahoma in the Pac-12 this year, they would win it. They would win the conference. So if you're Oklahoma and the Pac-12, whose conference commissioner, the new guy from Vegas, tweeted, things just got a whole lot more interesting Because if you're them, you realize we made a run at them a decade ago. Why wouldn't we make another run at them? And if you're Oklahoma, you go, could we make as much money and keep winning? Now, the money is not the same right now on the West Coast. But could you get get it to that level with the influx of you in Texas? I think it's something from a competitive standpoint you have to think about. Because Oklahoma is not going to the SEC and winning it. 
Now, maybe in a couple years, they recruit better players on defense. Maybe they could hang. But we know. We've seen it. They get demolished in the, uh, you know, in the college football playoffs several times. Like, we have evidence. Texas isn't even close. So from a competitive standpoint, Texas would get ransacked. Where at least Texas would go, you put me in the Pac-12, and again, I'm biased. I-, I would like them out here. But I do think on the field, it makes a lot of sense. Now, like I said, number one thing, follow the money. And that's going to drive all these decisions. It's what drove the destruction of the Big East. They did a 30 for 30 about how great that basketball conference was. Football became such a bigger business that no one even cared. They dismantled it and they just made it a football conference. And now I can't even keep track with the basketball conference. Like, what what conference is UConn in? Who do they play? Doesn't even make sense. But the money in college sports has forever changed everything. And you honestly could argue, do we even need a Power Five? Couldn't we just create like three conferences? Like a Northeast, South, and a West. (laughs) Or or maybe four. I I don't know. But like, you could argue the Power Five conferences we don't even need. Now, Oklahoma could push back. Well, yeah, it's going to be a challenge for us in the SEC. But the playoffs are going to go to 12, John. So all we need to do is finish second or third, and we'll get a berth you know, in the dance. And think about the way we talk about basketball. The number one thing is just get in the dance. And even more in football, because one or two games a bigger deal. Like in, in basketball, if you're a one or two seed, minimum you got to win like two or three games or else it's a failure. In football, if you just get to the, I would say once they go to 12 teams, if you win a game, it'll be a pretty, you know, successful season, unless you're like Alabama or Ohio State. No other program would complain about winning a game in, uh, you know, to get to like the final six, right? Or however they structure it. If it's eight eight teams play and some teams get buys, who knows how that ends up playing out. But uh, I, I would say right now, and I'm not trying to overreact, the drip, 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 like you, you got a leak. The, the Big 12 has a major problem. Because if these two teams win, despite what a powerhouse like KU basketball is, hell, Baylor just won the national championship in basketball. Texas Tech has Chris Beard. He's an excellent coach. Doesn't matter. The conference would be ruined. I bet the Big 12 is pretty nervous right now. Because it ain't, obviously, the SEC. The SEC might say no. I'll promise you who will not say no. And this new guy from Vegas will roll out the red carpet and make promises. I don't even know if he'll be able to keep. But Texas and Oklahoma, they are too powerful and too lucrative as college football programs. They're going to have major options. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. 
On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I have to admit... That is uh, that viral video that once went viral from Stephen A. I was hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray that I had believed the internet rumors that Big Ben had turned in his 12-pack and his double cheeseburgers for a salad and a green smoothie. Well, we have visual evidence. Yesterday, as he checked into Steeler training camp, I think in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, he did not get healthy. And as someone who I am nowhere near as tall as Ben, but I'm pretty sure that I like to eat dirty like Ben does, it is very, very difficult to transition. And it's also easy when you have a good, like, I don't even, I don't usually make it three weeks. If you have like a good week stretch, you get so cocky. You're like, God, I'm skinny. God, that's five straight salads in a row. I haven't had carbs in four days. That's what it felt like, the story about Ben. Maybe he had a good week. Hell, maybe he had a good two weeks. But he looks the exact same. And I would imagine the reason Schefter specifically tweeted it out and Instagrammed it out, the picture of him walking into practice with the t-shirts, Now, any chubby person knows it's all about angles. It's all about angles. So the photograph wasn't a great angle. Was it like uh, belly height? You know, if you come from from above, easier to look skinny. 
that I would guess the Roonies yesterday were like, are you kidding me? You you, you didn't make any health, you know, do anything this offseason? You just ate as normal? Because he told them, I'm sure when they were, I don't know, threatening to cut him, I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to mix in some smoothies. No more double cheeseburgers and onion rings. I've said that to myself 7 million times in the last decade. It's easy to say it. It's another thing to live it. I don't think these guys get enough respect in their mid to late 30s, the athletes that can keep, you know, keeping a career going that truly change their diet. The respect I have as a dirty eater, the discipline, I'm not even talking Tom Brady. He's by far the most extreme. I'm just talking a large percentage of older players in sports that are able to consistently eat healthy. When just like they're all human beings, they would love to have a milkshake. They would love to have, you know, it's it's easy to say just one cheat meal. Most people break down and one cheat meal turns into three or four. Then all of a sudden, you know, your two or three salads or healthy eating were actually the minority of your meals and the majority of them were bad. And I, I just don't think you can flip the switch at 39 years old and change your diet. And I don't even blame Ben, but he's clearly not skinny. He's chubby. Like probably many people listen to this, including myself. I, I could drop 10 pounds easily. I'm trying. It's hard. It's difficult. It really is. Now, it's easy to be like, well, if I had that much money in the line, no, you probably wouldn't. Because if you've been able to make that much money without changing your diet, it wouldn't be an easy transition. I understand when guys to save their career, you know, do plant-based or zero sugars or whatever the diet is. But he is what he is at this point. And I, I don't think the Schefter social media posts were random. Because I bet the Pittsburgh Steelers, because I know if I was them, and I can't even imagine the promises he made in the meeting with the owner. Of course he did. He was desperate. He didn't want to lose his job. He didn't want to be the quarterback of the Texans or some terrible team. He's the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they're good. So he made promises that his mouth couldn't keep, right? Because he can't stop eating poorly. We all have to eat. But do we eat the right foods? And it's very, very difficult. Especially once you're used to eating bad and having success. But he's chubby. And he had some he had some roles. Like the overwhelming majority of America. Except he's a starting quarterback in his late 30s. And it's just, I listen, I'm not going to make too much out of a photo, but the way the season ended, I, I'd be, you know, a little nervous if I was a Steeler fan. You know, this... This might not end smoothly. I don't know if this is going to be Sully Sullenberger and land this bad boy smoothly, you know, on the on the Hudson. This thing might be a crash landing. And let's face it, in, the, in most of our lives, anyone listening that's older than me, you know, if you're in your 40s, most older players, even when I was growing up, like early 90s, when I was kind of coming to my own as a sports fan, it was ugly, right? In the 90s, when an older player, it would end poorly. In the 70s and the 80s, like, dudes would fall off a cliff. Like, every dude looked like Peyton Manning at the end of his career. Not like Brady 
hell, even like Breeze, like he he was bad for his standards, still a lot better than most old quarterbacks. We're bound to get one that's like, ugh, whoa, ugh. And maybe a guy like him, and it's not even just about his diet. It could just be he's old. He's taking a lot of punishment. He's been hit a lot. You know, for a long period of time, he was sacked a lot in his younger days. Those add up. Tread on the tires. And when clearly he's not the uh, the biggest, quote-unquote, grinder in the offseason, because to be a grinder, and this is something that I, I strive for all the time and I'm always disappointed in myself, is it takes discipline in everything. Going to bed early, waking up early, eating right. I mean, what these are basic premises, whether you're running a business to be healthier or playing quarterback, going to the gym every day, right? Just doing things consistently over and over and over again. Most of us cannot do it. Clearly, Ben's, beside his God-given size, is closer to us than we ever realized. Okay, Jerry Jones gave his press conference because the Cowboys reported to training camp and talked about Jimmy Johnson and screwing up that relationship. And he used the word, I fucked up, which we all knew. And this is not to rehash everything that happened in the 90s, because who cares? It's 2021. But the Cowboys, who are going to be, and they always are, a major story in the NFL, are going to be even bigger in the month of August. Why? They're on hard knocks. I have a theory. Now, let me uh, preface it by this. I think Jerry Jones would have been justified in firing Mike McCarthy and admitting I made a mistake and firing him. And I don't know if he thought about it. I don't know. But if he would have, I would have not only said good move, I would have supported him. I'd be like, this is the right thing to do. He did not. He's rolling it back with McCarthy. And I think every day that went by last season, it was like, God, Rodgers was right. This guy is a meathead. He's not a very good coach. Because part of being a head coach is more than just calling plays. Part of being a head coach was, I don't know, hiring Mike Nolan as your defensive coordinator. That is a reflection of you. I say it all the time. Part of being a general manager is not just the draft. It's free agency. It's who you put on your practice squad. It's hiring a coach. There is more that encompasses all these roles than just one specific thing. And I think Jerry Jones, if he's as smart as we all think he is, and I'm not saying as a football mind, I'm just saying as a human being. And he gets very, very loyal. I heard Coward did this thing on like his loyalty to his players. Can be a detriment to him. And I agree. Clearly his loyalty to like Jason Garrett was a problem. Now, I don't know where his loyalty to Mike McCarthy is beside, I think he signed him to a five-year contract around 7 or $8 million a year. But let's just use $8 million. So five times eight, $40 million. So after one season, he would have owed him what? $32 million. Well, $32 million to Jerry Jones is just not that much money. Or that, that's probably unfair to say. $32 million is a lot of money to anybody, even rich people. $32 million is a very, uh, it, it's an amount of money for the Cowboys to eat, move on, and not even blink. 
Now, I think that Jerry clearly, if he wanted hard knocks, like he could get it. And he clearly volunteered the Cowboys. Well, part of what hard knocks does is it puts a microscope, not on your, as much as you do as in the players, but Zeke's been in a microscope. Amari Cooper's played at Alabama. We've been talking about Dak consistently since Tony Romo got injured. Like the, the players have been under a microscope. The coach, though, is going to be a major part of hard knocks because he always is. Usually a hard knocks is as good or as bad as the head coach. The head coach can make or break it. But it also gives us an insight to what this guy is like. Now, I don't think Jerry would have like got any backlash he would have fired Mike McCarthy last year, though it would have reflected poorly on him. He finally made the move for Jason and then hired this guy and was a failure. Well, he doesn't have that many more years of life, right? Even if Jerry lives, you know, I, I, I mean, a decade feels strong. He's in his late 70s and Jerry's lived hard. Like he's coming down the home stretch. It's crazy that he's still this active and and just in good shape. It's it's pretty uh, admirable to watch. I hope when I'm that age, I can move around and have that much juice and that much energy. But he knows like his time on this earth is limited. And he has to, every season is a big deal. So you put Mike McCarthy under this spotlight. What if he comes off pretty terribly? Which might happen. Because we're kind of going to get an insight. And here's the other thing Jerry Jones gets. Before any Hard Knocks clip comes out, who has to sign off on it? The team. Well, who do you think is going to be reviewing all the tape? Some intern or Jerry freaking Jones? Jerry Jones now has a camera into every minute of every day of his team. Now, you could say Johnny could have done that before. He could have. It would have been a little more difficult. Now he doesn't even need to hide it. They're just walking around with cameras over their shoulders. And Jerry gets to edit it. Yeah, this is in, this is out. But he gets to see it all. If I'm Mike McCarthy, I feel legit pressure. And maybe my theory's a little off, but I do think this could accelerate if they have a season, which I think we all expect them to have, seven, eight, nine wins, and this hard knocks comes away with, you know, the publicity of, listen, it's going to do huge ratings. Why? Because the Cowboys move the needle. People like me and you that aren't Cowboy fans, we're going to watch. The Cowboy fans, which on a quantity basis is enormous, they're all watching. And if Mike does not come off well, and then a season doesn't go well, it'll be like, Jerry, what are we doing Eat the money, move on. It's an easy one for Jerry. And I think it happens. Now, I was also talking to someone else, uh, a family member. And we were going back and forth about the Cowboys. And I said this. I don't think Jerry Jones is ever going to land a big-time coach with options. Like, let's say he fired Mike McCarthy. I don't think Lincoln Riley is ever taking that job while Jerry is alive. Why? Because as long as Jerry is alive, and it's his prerogative, it's his team, I don't even blame him. Picking the players is fun. It's why every business guy in sports always wants to get their way to the football side. Because that's what all the fans care about. No one gives a shit about season tickets, except the owner. But it doesn't make you famous. So I get why Jerry loves sitting in the GM seat, loves running the draft, loves running free agency, loves signing the contracts. It's his team. It's his right. But now more than ever, it used to be a small percentage of coaches, right? A Bill Parcells, landing a Mike Holmgren, 
you know, if Belichick ever became available, you know, forever, like they would get unlimited power. Now any coach with any leverage gets all the juice. You want the head coach at Baylor, Matt Rule, give him everything he wants. You want Lincoln Riley, give him everything he wants. You want Urban Meyer, give him everything he wants. You want to hire Ron Rivera that just got hired, fired by the Panthers? He's the boss. It's the way it works now. So I think once Jerry, and I'm not, I love Jerry Jones. I'm not rooting for him to go away. But one day when Stephen Jones is in charge, I think if he will take a different approach than his father, they can land a big time coach. But until then, they're always going to get quote unquote yes men. Now, McCarthy, I don't blame him for taking the job. Obviously, he was unemployed. It's the Cowboys. The roster was loaded. But he doesn't get to pick any of the players. He doesn't have any juice. And honestly, he didn't have it with the Packers because they're a general manager run operation. One of the one of the old school franchises that are like that. But one day, if you ever want to get the Cowboys back, and I'm not a huge believer of like giving the coach full power, but that's the way it works. Like, I'd want Lincoln Riley to be my head coach. But if I wanted Lincoln Riley to be my head coach, like, he ain't just working for any GM. Really, he's going to end up hiring the GM. That's just the way it is. And hell, the moment a coach starts winning big, like, you think Sean McVay answers to Les Snead at this point? Give me a break. When the Niners hired Kyle Shanahan, like, he gets to be in charge. It's the way it is. So one day, if the Cowboys ever want to get back to just being good again, they're going to have to take a different approach. And as long as Jerry's around, they're they're not going to hire... Jerry won't even hire that guy. But none of the guys are going to take the job because they know they have to answer to Jerry. And even if Jerry tells them, like, listen, I'm 80 years old, I'll take a step back, I don't think anyone's going to believe him. But at least this year, and listen, I'm going to put myself in Jerry's shoes, I would ask for hard knocks. Put the spotlight and put the pressure on this guy. If I'm going to eat the money, I want to be sure about it, and I want the entire country to see that this guy's not good enough. Or he is. We're going to find out. Because if I'm McCarthy, I cannot be happy about the cameras following me around. But I don't really have any equity to not, to like, just because I'm not happy doesn't mean I don't deserve this. I was a joke last year. Mike Nolan fell on him. That was his hire. He took over the Cowboys for an owner that has unlimited money. He could have hired any defensive coordinator, and he hired Mike freaking Nolan. But for me, that's like unforgivable. Like that, you can't do that. You had a year off to canvas the landscape, to figure out exactly who you wanted. And that's who you hired? Like that, that's just as big of a reflection on everything as a win or loss week seven against the Giants or whatever. Like that's bad. I, you don't overcome that. That's why the Cowboys, again, like I have a hard time seeing them as a playoff team this year. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer 
if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Okay, Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Slide up in those DMs, and let's rock and roll. I remember when you saying that Cole Beasley is not a lone wolf when it comes to a stance on the vaccine. He was more representing a large number of NFL players than people assumed. How do you think the situation is going to pan out? Well, I was right. Because I just, I'm around a lot of people under 40, right? I'm 36, so the majority of my friends are in their 30s. My brother is 30. The majority of his friends, which I'm close with a lot, are in their late 20s. So I, I know the way younger people think about Corona. And I have my own beliefs. Now, I've said from the jump, I couldn't relate to a guy not getting the vaccine when money was on the line. I did it for business purposes. So I go to 49er training camp. That's why I got it. Not because I was scared of Corona. I never was. I also got it in the fall. It didn't do anything to me. I actually got sicker from getting my second shot of the vaccine than I ever did being around Corona. They got into me. It just made me a little tired. My second shot, I mean, that was a miserable day and a half. So I, I can't relate. If I was any of these guys, DeAndre Hopkins, that are bitching and moaning about it, with DeAndre's got a ton of money on the line, I would get it. 
but I like money more than I care about the shot. But I also am not naive enough to think that the way the media talks about it is the way most people are talking about Corona. The way social media speaks about what's going on in America is a little different than the way the reality of people talk in real life. So I I, I never, I I always know that. And that's something that I I think why we have a lot of success here. I try to represent normal people. I I don't spend as much time as I used to on like Twitter because I think that's the fakest place going. And that's not how normal people are speaking about this. But I also understand where the NFL is coming from. The NFL last year distributed $300 million per team. And that was pre-vaccine, you know, in the corona height when they had to like reschedule a bunch of games. You know what they do or how the NFL makes their money? We talk about it all the time on this show. Through the games. On television. That's where the majority of the cash in the league comes from. Do you know what they are not going to fuck with? Their cash. But the NFL, like Major League Baseball is the same way. They're not obsessed with optics on this whole thing. They do truly do not care. The NBA is obsessed with optics. If you watch, like their coaches are still wearing masks in the playoffs. Their whole front row of their games are wearing masks. It's like, why are you guys so obsessed with optics? The NFL is obsessed with their money. And the only thing that messes with their money are game cancellation. And the only way games get canceled are unvaccinated people where they have to test. Because you know, if you get vaccinated in the NFL, you will not get tested. Now, the one thing I think is crazy, and I know if I was a player, if I was myself right now and I was a linebacker for the Rams, today it was reported that if a game is forfeited because of uh, you know an outbreak by unvaccinated people, the entire game will forfeit all their money from the game. So both teams, no one gets paid. That's going to be a problem if that takes place. Because I'll promise you this, if I was a player and vaccinated in the NFLPA, we'd go to fucking war. We'd have a serious problem. There will be lawsuits. I'll promise you that. And I didn't go to law school. I just got two kind of random degrees that don't mean a goddamn thing from state schools. But we, when it comes to money, we'd have problems. And I think the league will. But they're really trying to flex their muscle right now to force all these guys. And it's so much easier if you do, because you don't have to get tested. So it's like, is anyone going to know if anyone gets corona? No, because they're not going to test. But if you don't have the vaccination, the league's going to keep testing you. So then they're going to know when you got it. And then I don't know what I already can see being a complicated thing, though. What happens if you have some guys on your team that aren't vaccinated, they get it, and then are they going to test ever test the vaccinated players? Because as we see, like a vaccinated guy can test positive. So it just could be a complicated situation. But I understand, like, I actually, I agree with what the league's doing. Because this whole, this is not, they're not running a charity. They're, they're not playing this to make the media happy. They're doing this for the money, for themselves and the players. And the only way they make it is games not getting canceled. Because the TV pays for it all. Literally every penny. The league distributed $300 plus million per team. The freaking salary cap was 198 But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's going to be complicated. I can't wait to get to a day. I think about this way too much. When we never have to talk about Corona again. Can that, can that day not come fast enough? For the love of God. And I'm not even a religious person. But holy, as, as Steph Curry's show would say, holy moly. I mean, my God. 
just won't end. I'm a Colts fan born in 85 when they came to Indianapolis. My family worked for the Colts. My older sister went to high school with Jeff George. I've never been a T.Y. fan. Thought he's good, but never get the level of Wayne or Marvin. Oh, yeah, those guys are better. Do you think the Colts would have been better off not signing him, watching and anticipating the Falcons, the Falcons cap struggles and making the trade for Julio? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Would they have been better with Julio than T.Y.? 100%. I do think when you look at their offense, they want to run the ball, so you need a deep threat to you know push the safety. Michael Pittman is really going to be more of an intermediate to short guy. I, I know he can run a little bit, but you just need him to balance out the offense. Now, Paris Campbell's a fast guy too, but can he stay healthy? Um, I, I hear you, but I, I trust Chris Ballard. I, I think he's pretty good, so I, I would say I wouldn't be too nervous there. Giants fan always carried the flag for Eli and told detractors, uh, you will eventually miss him one day. So now we're on to Danny Jones era, and I still don't know what to make of him. He shows flashes, but he's been inconsistent to say the least and hurt through his first two seasons. As a captain, obvious statement, this is a big year for him, and I think the team could make some noise in the East if he's healthy and takes the next step. With all that being said, my question, do you think, how do you think the ceiling, uh, where do you think the ceiling as a player? For some reasons, I see see Kirk Cousins, but not great. I, I don't really even have a take on Dan Daniel Jones. I think he has physical talent, but every time I watch him, I never see a good player. So it's it's hard for me to say much positive. Like, could he be Kirk Cousins? That feels like a huge stretch. I mean, Kirk Cousins, the last couple of years, has been a legit starting quarterback. Has he been a top five guy? No. Has he been like somewhere between seven to 11? Yeah. Kirk Cousins was really good last year. Two years ago, Kirk Cousins beat the Saints on the road, made some big throws. Now, he's older. It's taken him a while to get there, but I have a hard time seeing Daniel Jones ever get that good. I, I, I really do. And I, I try to be not, you know, two glass uh, half empty on guys because you can never write a guy off. But I, I do think you see some stuff with quarterbacks pretty clearly, and I I have not seen it. Now, I don't claim to watch every Giants game, but I watch, you know, obviously bits and pieces of every game, but... Probably four or five full Giants games the last couple. I just don't see it. I, I I just don't. As a Colts fan who grew up in Indy, we really do appreciate what we have in Ballard, especially after the GM dumpster fire that Grixon was. Grixon doesn't like you saying that because whenever I've been critical of him, he calls me and gets very angry. Uh, it's like, Ryan, you just, you just weren't a good GM. I don't know what to tell you. In Ballard, we tw- trust is so strong. There is a subset of Colts fans that say they have too much blind faith in Ballard. He has a track record. I'm good with blind faith. So there wasn't even a question. Yeah, I'd agree. It's a big year for you guys. It's a big, big year. Uh, I'm a diehard Colts. God, we got a lot of Colts fans. Should we be getting a little more love in national media for being a top playoff contender? Well, I, I think there's a pretty big question on Carson Wentz. If Carson's good, you'll get love fast. You know, you guys were a major story for 15 years, really longer than that. Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. The thing with the NFL, it's not baseball. Like in baseball, the Yankees are getting love whether they're good or bad. Tampa's not getting any, right? Even though Tampa every year, I don't, Tampa got rid of a bunch of players and they're good again. I just, they just traded for Nelson Cruz today. Tampa just kicks ass. If Tampa Bay was like the Yankees, we would never hear the end of it. So in, in football, the Browns were a joke. Then they got good and we talked about them a lot. 
You just you get good in the NFL, we'll talk about you. If the Colts are good, as they've been the last couple of years, they'll get talked about. Pretty simple. Um, let's keep it short and sweet, just because we're kind of coming into the uh, into the season. And uh, if I don't get to some of your questions, I'll at, I'll answer them manually on here. Appreciate everyone listening. Godspeed on the weekend. Fire in those DMs. Leave a review. Greatly appreciate everyone. See ya. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.